Hey now, everyone. So just a little uh, note on this episode of Quarantimes. There was an audio issue that took us a little while to correct. Um, So the first part of this episode did get cut off. Uh, Scotty Rock and B-Dog joined me for this one. And we had a great conversation about the state of live theater and live entertainment here in 2020 and going forward. And B-Dog also told us about his organization, Inspired Tomorrow, which is dedicated to inspiring young artists through mentorship and motivation. And we're going to, of course, touch on this company that he started with some friends more and more as uh, time goes on. They have a cabaret as well coming up virtually on November 7th, but I just wanted to get out ahead of that. We're going to join this episode in the middle of that conversation and there will be more to come. So just wanted to let you know, because this episode does start a little awkwardly, but uh, you know, audio issues as we try new things in the live stream, you know, they'll happen from time to time. So we'll get it going. We'll cover what we missed on a future episode here in the near future. And I hope you enjoy what we got for you. I think Germany, I think in Hamburg, like they're fully, like they're up. Hmm. Like they're doing full performances. People are back in rehearsals. Wow. For these shows, so um, not sure what what like the cases are over there or like what's going on there, but those are like the things that I saw and read. I mean, so, that gives a little bit of hope, I guess. Definitely, definitely, because it. I mean, it's it's even it's. I say it's harder for um, actors who are in the union because they still have to pay their their dues, and they can't do. They have a lot of. Uh, restrictions on other jobs they can take right yeah um i i I know that there's like there's an entire like do not work list like people they they can't work for but um i know that for well a a lot of uh my friends which is like the big argument and is they're paying for their dues while they're also not performing so they're like can we not pay for Right. Our right. dues. What are we paying? It, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's a mess. It's a yeah. mess all over. Yeah. So hopefully there's a solution and we know what's going on. And hopefully we'll all be back to normal. Yeah. Just performing. Because, I mean, as of, as of right now, we need it. And they're saying that New York can't fully come back without Broadway. So that's like pretty much the only reason why people come to New York yeah. besides like going to see Rockefeller <laughs> and like uh, like any other things that are right, in right. New York. There's, I mean, there's so many other things, but like the main thing is going to Times Square, at least seeing a Broadway show. Now it's like, it's a ghost town. I went over there like a week ago and I'm like, good Lord. It's dead. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing you can get in New York to the level you can get it there that you can't get anywhere else is live theater, you know, mm-hmm. at least in the United States. I mean, I'm not sure quite, you know, how it is overseas, but that that I think you hit the nail on the head there. It, you know, you, there. what reason do you have to go into the city if you can't have that part of the city right now for a lot of people or to come from near and far like people do from all over the world to go to Broadway? You know, there's no Broadway to go to. So why are you going to plan yeah. that trip now when, you know, 
you'd be better off waiting until that's fully back open. You know, New York needs that back. And I think New York realizes it needs it back, but it's so touch and go right now, just with the state of live entertainment in general, like nobody quite knows when we're going to be able to do these big things again. Right. And to the level that we were, you know, even with the concerts, you know, we're seeing a lot of driving concerts and like those like riser pods that they're setting up, but like the standing room only thing, you know, the festival, like we're talking hopefully next summer. Yeah, you know, and it's they're starting. There's a comedy club, a uh, famous comedy club in the Palisades Mall, Levity Live. Big names yes. come up the time. They started to set up in the parking lot of the Palisades Mall, and then some big name. Dave Attell's going to be there tomorrow. Oh, really? But, like people are pulling in their cars in the parking spots, and it's a drive-in comedy show, which is great. I think it's awesome that they're they're like you were saying, just thinking outside the box and trying to get get it out there any way possible because people need it, you know, mm-hmm. not just the people that are working in these industries, but the people that go to support it need that it, it, you know, it just brings that sense of, you know, I can just not worry for two hours or whatever it is yeah. and just enjoy myself and not have to think about the the craziness we live in. You know, True. the spectators need it just as much as the employees. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to be a spectator, you could always go to Sturgis, South Dakota, where there was that bike uh, festival <laughs> last, last month. Yeah, like Smash Mouth and Trapped and Fozzie actually played it. Huh. And apparently it was responsible for some exorbitant amount of coronavirus cases, like once people left Sturgis and went back to whatever part of the country they came from. So, I mean, you know, you could just do it normally and then, you know, be Make the news. Make the <laughs> stupid news, if you will. <laughs> and it's about Wait, time. I have, change, I have to change my background. Hold on, hold on. Hold okay, on. I have to get the music ready, so okay. I just kind of made that segue on the fly. With that, <laughs> let's go right into some stupid news with Scotty Rock. Okay, so... um I, I like this one. I, I feel like this one, unfortunately, he's not here, but I feel like this one, Drunk Uncle Lewis would really like. <laughs> um, my Stupid News This Week calls out not just one person, but the entire state of Rhode Island. Oh, boy. Oh, and he, Drunk, Drunkle's from New England, too, so. Oh, right. See, yeah, that's, he's that's a Mainer. I couldn't put my you know, finger on why I just thought of him. Mm-hmm. But, um, but right, well, you so, always think of him with stupid news. I mean, I do, but this one, I don't know something about it. Just, I just had a feeling he would mm-hmm. enjoy this one. Um, Rhode Island issues tax refund checks signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. Go on right, this one. <laughs> All right. Um, and this is uh huffpost.com by the way. Um, out of Providence, Rhode Island mistakenly sent more than 175 tax refund checks signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse rather than state treasurer and controller. The Rhode Island Division of Taxation uses signatures on test files, which were mistakenly printed on real checks and sent out on Monday. Um, this is from last month. No other signature lines were printed besides the two. Uh, said the chief of staff of the Rhode Island Department of Revenue, which includes the taxation division. Mickey Mouse is the cartoon character that was an animated, that was an at, sorry. Mickey Mouse is the cartoon character that was animator and producer Walt Disney's first big hit. 
The checks were tax refunds for corporate sales and tax credits, mostly to businesses. The tax division has voided the checks and will issue new checks signed by the treasurer and the state controller within one week of this article. Uh, but pretty much what happened was they uh, print out test checks and uh, I guess they use Mickey Mouse and uh, Walt Disney as the test signatures and accidentally sent out 175 checks signed by Mr. Disney and Mr. Mouse, respectively. So I have a question. Did sure. the, were people able to cash these or were they just void? No, I think they were immediately voided. Oh, okay, because like it'd be one thing if they were able to actually cash them. No, I, no, that would have been very funny. But no, I, I don't believe that they actually were able to cash them. What a monumental error that is, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> how? Do, how? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know who. Who? I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's, that's fantastic. That's... But doesn't don't you think? Drunk Uncle Lewis would have really enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like he would have gotten a kick out of that. I feel like we're missing him chiming in with, well, just to play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. And, like, every <laughs> single time he says that during a stupid <laughs> news, I think he's about to reveal that he was actually the person. Because that's a theory is that they're all Drunk Uncle Lewis. <laughs> right? So, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like he would. I don't know what that aside would be, but I feel like he would just have one here. Yeah, I'm not sure. If he's here uh, next week, we might have to just bring up the topic just to to get his uh to have him be a talking head and give us a little bit of uh feedback on that to get his take that that's a very nice picture of earth behind you by the way thank you uh i think it's Beautiful. is it earth or is it the moon i don't know well it's earth because i mean there are a lot of lights and cities and things like okay. from, from space that you can see like that's that'd be was... weird if mars was like that yeah yeah i mean i think aliens exist but with that said not you know they're not as you know they don't have the civilization built like we do and we can pretty much speaking see that. speaking that of yeah true speaking of aliens uh that uh someone recorded i guess they saw a ufo and turned out to be the goodyear blimp oh i saw that in jersey <laughs> yeah people i saw people were stopped on like the parkway or something like, oh yeah, I saw someone posting something about this. Stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I saw someone posting about that. Like, definitely convinced that it was a UFO and it was real, and they were <laughs> seeing it right then and there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a bonus stupid news here tonight yeah. for uh, <laughs> for for all the folks at home. So Friday special, entire state of New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> you're, know, you're calling out Rhode Island and New Jersey. Yeah, that's what that's what happens when you're stuck in the house. Exactly. And- you're you're losing your mind. Yeah. You got to invent things. You got to create your own excitement you know, these days. You know, so if you want to think the Goodyear blimp is UFO, then you know what? People have done worse things in this time. I feel so. Go for it. You do you out there. Speaking of stupid, though, we were um, having a discussion in the chat before the show about a particular stupid person that's recently been made famous as a product of 2020, and that is Carol Baskin, and. So that what I want to that bitch Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. So, with your twang and your yeah, that, that yeah. Bit. Come on, do it. That I, bitch. I don't know. Carol Baskin. I, I don't know her, so I can't really, you know, I can't really judge. But it got me thinking. I kind of, as I was, you know, getting my pre-show pump on, because that's that's a that's a tradition before quarantine times. I was thinking, what is 
because she's definitely mine. Like the person that we would each, and we'll go around the famous person that we would love to make unfamous. So if we could just erase one famous person's contributions from the earth forever, who would it be? Mine is Carol Baskin. Cause I just don't see the, I don't see the value in anything tiger king has given us here i mean i feel like they're very opportunistic in releasing it because everybody was trapped in their house and had to watch this drivel and you know or at least felt like they had to Listen, nobody put a gun to my head and said watch tiger king i did it all on my own accord but and if you watched it you would understand why look look i saw that trailer video you sent me and like with the quote-unquote highlights and that was enough for me i'm like there's no chance in the world i am watching this entire series absolutely not so carol baskin with uh, what's the guy the tiger king himself joe exotic, joe exotic. i forgot his name joe. he's he's definitely the runner-up he's the honorable mention for me so <laughs> if i could if i could just completely wipe tiger king its existence from the face of the earth i would do that i feel like we've spent far too much time in our society making stupid people famous and it must stop now so anyway i'll throw it to whoever wants to go next and scotty you can't say oprah as we discussed off the air can, can i can it be more than one person sure like a family <laughs> okay the kardashians okay yep 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 explain your reasoning um, that I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care at see, all. See, I feel like this is all. And, my-, and my honorable mention would be the entire cast of Jersey Shore. Okay, okay. Yeah, I feel like that's what you always say when you know you dislike a celebrity like Oprah, for example. Well, Scotty, why don't you like Oprah? I just, I just don't like Oprah. Like, there's no actual. <laughs> okay, okay. Give me a little bit here. Why, why do you need to be famous for being famous? You don't. Well, that's what they are. They're famous for being famous. They have parents who were B-list celebrities. And that's why they're like Paris Hilton. Why is Paris Hilton famous? Why? Why is she famous? Well, because she... Why did she have a... What? Because she comes from a wealthy family and then made a tape. You know, it's the same... Uh, well, that's... But that's why. So it's just... I mean, I could, I could go on. I, I, my grudge is people who are famous for doing nothing. Yeah, I, I, I share that sentiment as well because you know, obviously, we all know a bunch of talented people. You know, who you know, if they just got you know the right opportunity, you know, could really spread that talent across the world, right? I, I mean, I agree on the Kardashians. It's another thing. Like, I'm going to throw my sister under her butt. She watches the Kardashians every single week. And mm-hmm. I, I've sat in on it, and I'm just like, how? Yeah. How does this not melt your brain? Well, they make me feel better about myself. I'm yeah, sorry. But, but if you need to watch the Kardashians thank you. <laughs> to feel and better I, about yourself, I, I, it's time to take a look. It's time to um, take a look. Somebody I live with, I'm not going to name names. Um, Is watches, it Presley? It is Presley. It's the pebble. Um, Watches Jersey Shore, watches the Real Housewives of wherever the heck, uh, watches Jersey Shore, Alabama. I don't even know. Road Rules. Or Alabama Shore. Thank you very much. Yeah, that. Whatever. Siesta Key. I literally can't even. I can't even. I sound like them. I literally can't even. Um, (laughs) One, three, five, seven, nine. You literally can't even. I cannot even be in the room without getting major anxiety (laughs) 
from how fucking stupid they all sound. And even if it's an act, it just drives me up a wall. I I, I cannot like this is the reason that uh, See, I, see on all I, those shows, like none of them actually <laughs> talk about anything. Like none. there's no conversation that happens none. once like, on any of these programs. And I just don't understand how you can it's it reminds me of trying to listen to the president speak. That's what it reminds me of. Because none of them can string a sentence together, and neither can he. And yeah. half the people just tune in day after day, week after week, and listen to nothing. And watch yeah. nothing happen. There was one episode of the Kardashians where they were like organizing a softball game, and just like half the episode was just watching them flail aimlessly at softballs. And I just don't like how how on earth can you not have something better to do with your time than sit there and watch that? I don't. There's understand. how many channels of television shows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just like something. go for a walk. The more you watch this, the more they're going to stay on and get more seasons. Exactly. And, and that's, be more famous. Mm -hmm. That's the yep. thing. And then there are also people who I've known in my past, not to name names, who watch the Kardashians and think, well, that's how people are supposed to live. I'm just supposed to get paid to do nothing. And people are just supposed to care about it. And, you you know, you see that kind of trickle out on the social media. And, that, and social media is going to be another topic here on Quarantimes coming up when, when we all watch The Social Dilemma. I'm very excited for that. But I just don't understand. Like, my brain hurts after five minutes of it if it takes that long. So Amen. I'm with you. I'm with yep. you, Scotty. Thank you. Thank you for Thank elaborating. You. It was brilliant. I, my pleasure. My pleasure. So, B-Dog, well, we'll come to you. Uh, so I watch a little show called big brother um good old good old game reality game show i hate i can't i can't name like one person because it's just a group of people i i just i hate people who get on the show and have no clue on what they're doing like they decide to make like these little choices and the choices make no sense. I mean, for them, like, they're inside this house isolated. And we, like, see everything 24-7. So there's things that they don't know that's going on behind their back. But sometimes people spill beans and it's right in front of them. And they, they're like, oh, I didn't know. Like, Wait, what is, I, I've never watched it. What is the actual point of the show? They just okay. live in a house for a certain amount of time. And... So it comes on three nights a week. Okay. So the big, the cash is, I think it's $15,000. $15,000. And there's 16 people that live inside the house, but there's, there's a different like little game. So they have the HOH competition, which is the head of household. Okay. So every whoever wins that becomes in charge of the entire house and has to nominate two people to evict from the house. So then it comes to the veto competition where the two nominees and either two other people uh, try to go for the power of veto. If let's just say if uh, Scotty and I were on the block, Mm -hmm. and Quinn, you're head of household. You nominated both of us. 
-hmm. great. Now we play for the veto. If I win the veto, I can take myself off the block, which means you, Quinn, have to nominate another person. Okay. Okay. But let's just let's just say Scotty is the attended target. Like you want to send him home. Mm-hmm. You could be like, okay, I'm gonna put up someone as a pawn. Mm-hmm. So you could be like, okay, I'm gonna put up drunk Uncle Lewis <laughs> next to Scotty. And then when it comes to eviction night, everyone votes but on you know who they want to me. Yeah, they'll on who they want to send home. So got, so someone gets kicked off every episode or every week. Every week, so every Thursday, every Thursday, someone goes home. Okay. So and it's it's also a strategic game. Like you have to be smart about it. Also, there's people who have alliances. They're like, I'm gonna have an alliance of six, right? And we're gonna go to the end. And then we're just going to pick each other off. This season, this, it always, I mean, it always happens. Some people want, they want to have, be in like so many alliances in the house. But then when it comes time to like, okay, now you have to pick off someone. That's like, oh, I don't want to do it because it's going to be bad for my game. And then they're like, okay, Quinn, I want you to like mess everything up. Because it it's gonna it's gonna be bad for your game, and you're like, that has nothing to do with me. So <laughs> I'm not gonna do the, I'm not gonna do the dirty work for you. <laughs> it's I I just hate people who don't use their their heads in that show, and I can't even pick like a specific person. You should audition, but it's just like a general I, idea, like a prototype of a person that you just don't want to see anymore. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's a good, a good abstract. Bringing an abstract concept to to the discussion, I like it. And I'm, I mean, uh, this this one is uh, because they couldn't. They actually were trying to get a brand new cast, but because of COVID, so they decided to do an all star season. So they have like almost everyone from like the past tw- twenty one seasons, and. I mean, my logic of thinking, like, they have two people that won that they brought back. My logic is, go, is like, okay. Kick them out. Get kick rid of them. them out. Yeah. Because they know what they're doing. Right. They're also called the silent assassins because they're the ones that keep their mouth shut and play the game and they agree with everyone. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this person's on my side great this person's on my side yeah. that's how they win mm-hmm. cbs put me on next season please Very passionate about that. yeah i will show you how to play the game <laughs> we, we should we should definitely make sure we like isolate this clip and tag cbs and big brother on all the socials and just who knows you know you maybe know. maybe we'll see you on the next season once once the i'm just end. i'm just saying yeah, but also the Kardashians. I hate them. <laughs> we're we're all in on the Kardashians. All right. Let's not tag them. Yeah, uh, we could. No. I mean, honestly, if they retweeted it, we'd you know we'd get famous. But I, I mean, probably not for yeah, good reason. True. We yeah. would then become the stupid people being famous. Yeah, this is true. Oh, we would be kind of hypocritical at that point. So, you know, it all depends. I mean, as we know in this day and age, any attention is good attention. Uh, but is it really? That's the moral of the story. I still don't know if I agree with your choice since you've never watched the show. I feel like what, you Tiger King? To know 
a little bit about who you're hating. I know exactly. You sent me the quote unquote highlight reel, <laughs> and that so, was enough for me. I don't right, need to see any more. Did you see her performance on Dancing with the Stars? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> so, so Quinn, she first of all danced in a like a leopard print outfit. Her song was "Eye of the Tiger," and she got the worst score. They saved her till the end, which I, I've never watched a show, but I like I watch like AGT and things like that, and they usually save the best for the end. Obviously, she's the you know the the, the worst. She's the worst, but like she's the quote the big, unquote biggest the big name. name. Which- which um, she was about society. so bad. She kept going like this, like that was like her her signature move. <laughs> like she like do that? something like that. Um, she was so bad, and so I don't know if you know this. I'm just gonna give you a little background on people who are listening and know uh, the the show. But so her first husband mysteriously disappeared, and there's all these theories that she fed him to the tigers. Um, they, for some reason, have completely shut down the investigation. There's not enough evidence, blah, 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 blah. So her, well, Pain I'm off. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but her, her ex-husband, who disappeared, his family has been hardcore like pursuing this still. They bought a commercial during Dancing with the Stars. And it was all of them and their, their like attorney in the middle saying, we will get to the bottom of this. And there's like an 800 number if you have any, if you have any tips or any... Uh, any... I think it's like a $10,000 reward or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Like, it's becoming... like I think the last episode should just be the feds coming in and just arresting her. Like, the world is professional now. wrestling. Like, everything's professional wrestling now. Yeah. Yeah, entertainment, politics, it's all taking its cues from professional wrestling. Like they they pretty much cut a promo in the middle of Dancing with the Stars time slot. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, I they did so. it they did it before she performed. Oh see let, see I only watched the uh her performance. Elle was watching the whole show and she's maybe she was fast forwarding through the commercials because she said she didn't see it, but that's even better. I think it, it aired I think it aired before she performed. I think I hope that's it aired what made every it week. See, but, but I, I can't see her. Elle was like, she's going to be around till the end. I was like, if the if, if the not. audience is voting, people hate her. She is not going to. Maybe she'll stay around for a couple more weeks, just like till the novelty wears off. But, but I, I, she she got famous off of this for Tiger King that really wasn't even supposed to be about her. Right, like the entire. That's what I, I, I love about it so much was because the entire documentary wasn't even supposed to be about the whole trial. It was like, right. no, we're going to show you Joe Exotics. Right. And how insane Tigers. And then everything just went south from there as yeah. Quinn is disappearing. Come <laughs> <laughs> back. Come back. <laughs> like, it just, they just it, wanted to show how batshit crazy he is. And it just. But there's been, but think like I, I think eventually within the next year they're gonna find her guilty. Something's gonna come out of this. I, mm-hmm. I really do. There's too much evidence. I don't know if you watched it. It was like a 48 hours special, yep. and uh, the the what was it? The ex-wife of her handyman or something? And oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, something's gonna it's, come out of this. It, yeah. And, and does that bother anyone that like she's famous even though she's suspected of murder? 
I'm just hooked. Like that's something. And, and I'm a hypocrite because th- this drama is just as bad as Jersey Shore and just as bad as the Kardashians. But every I I DVR'd that 48 hours because I knew it was going to be on. I set that like two weeks earlier just to She's make sure like, that I had it on tape. I'm obsessed. Yeah. She's like the female version of O.J. Simpson. Yes, yeah. that is exactly, exactly where I was going to go. Which, that it's exactly... But but she makes jokes about it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so O.J. wrote a book, If I Did It. <laughs> like, <laughs> and would people still heap attention on O.J.? Like... Can we stop giving these people attention? Like that, that he's I, another honorable mention for me. OJ. I I am very I'm convinced and something is going to pop up and something might slip up to where that case is going to be opened back up again. Absolutely. Which one? OJ or you, if there's a uh, Carol. Case, Carol. If there's a month-long court case on court TV like OJ and all that, I'm watching every <laughs> second of it. I don't give a shit. Oh, but that's the problem. That's I know, problem. I know. I'm a hypocrite. Oh. Uh-oh. Another another weird thing that uh my mom told me is that she said that Joe Exotic is making underwear in, in prison. He's making underwear in prison with his face on the crotch. <laughs> he could have been our president. He actually was a Anybody could be our president right now. Are you kidding? He, ran. he actually ran. There was a whole segment in Tiger King where he's handing out buttons and he's in a parade. He ran. He ran for. I think he ran for governor. Right for governor, and and he he only had like twenty percent. Yeah, of votes. <laughs> that, that's twenty percent more than he should have had, though. What what state is that again? Kansas. No, like no, uh, Alabama. Is it? I thought it was Kansas. No, it's in, I think it's Florida. I think it's in Florida. Oh. No, no, no. I thought it was in Florida, too. Hold on. Now i got to look it up. I thought it, it was in Florida, to too, but I don't think it is. See, Carol Baskin nice in Florida, but he's somewhere else, right? Yeah. I thought that was my under- – I thought it was Can- – I could have sworn it was Kansas, but I, I've i never seen – I've never watched the show, so I – and I and I won't. The highlight Here. reel, quote – Unquote. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay, so right by Kansas, the right down from Kansas. Yeah. Close. I was close. Oh, that's where. Oh, okay. I swear. Yeah, her, her rescue is in Florida. Yeah. His is in Winwood, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. Well, we just um, you know, ironically, the segment was about you know not making stupid people famous anymore. And we just spent the past 20 or so minutes making all of these people more famous. And you're doing it again, Scotty. We're doing it again. I'm so pissed I didn't I think quit. about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I have to run the stream. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't remember what else we were going to talk about. Oh, I remember what else we were going to talk about here tonight. I have something for your ears, folks. Um, I have a couple things for your ears, actually. Uh, The first thing I have for your ears, there's this podcast called The Angry Therapist. Um, And it's this guy, John Kim. I actually found out about him on another Something for Your Ears segment that I did. Um, uh, On on Kerwin Kerwin Ray's podcast. 
unstoppable podcast that that was another segment that i did and just such a fascinating guy and so he's just very transparent about you know how he's kind of struggled with mental health and what it means to be a man right and so he's a therapist but kind of unconventional in the sense that he just He's, he's very casual about it. You know, he'll meet people where they are. And his podcast, The Angry Therapist, is just quick 10 to 20 minute snippets of, you know, just kind of stream of consciousness thought about things like relationships, things like mental health, that kind of thing. Definitely worth checking out. Again, it's called The Angry Therapist. And another one that I have become acquainted with as well. So you got two on this Friday night edition of Quarantine Times is Unconventional Leaders with Heather Parody, who I uh, became connected with through another one of these segments overcoming you was another feature here on this part of the show and she's an entrepreneur and a business coach and just you know very just high energy optimistic empowering conversations that she has with unconventional leaders of all forms and from everywhere in the country and the world so unconventional leaders with heather parody and the angry therapist with john kim two things for your ears to some things for your ears, I will say. So definitely check those out. And um, Scotty, do we want to talk about our potential guest that is coming up on the show uh, sometime in the near future? Um, no, not no? yet. Not no. yet? Okay. Not yet. We'll make it a surprise. I got to <laughs> finalize some, some stuff. Finalize some deeds. Finalize some deeds. Take care of it this week. Hopefully by the next show, we'll have more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully before, so we can tell people to tune in and listen. Well, no, no. I mean, I'll, I'll have more details soon. But okay. if if it is going to be the next show, let let's just wait. Hold All tight, right. people. Little tease for you. Yeah, a little tease. <laughs> oh, you know, we don't have feeling good with JD. We can't we can't <laughs> shimmy to to feeling good. So so we have something coming up. A surprise for you all, um, and many more surprises here in this yeah. season of quarantine. Were, I know we we touched on the social dilemma briefly, yeah, but um, that's been in the the media a lot. It's been a big topic, so we were going to talk about it and the impact it has on us being on social media. But I feel like none of us have watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, so we I can't talk like, about a documentary none of us have watched. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I've been told that it's a must-watch, especially having a child, um, even more so. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I plan on watching that very soon. I'm, I'm afraid to watch it a little bit because, as anyone who follows these platforms knows, I spend the majority of my waking hours connected to the internet. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I was told it's not. I, my mom actually, Mama Rock, shout out. Um, she was the one who said that we should absolutely watch it having a kid, but she said it's not bad, mm -hmm. but then other people have said it's very eerie and scary. So I, I don't, I, I honestly don't know what to expect. I, I think it's good. I think it's going to affirm a lot of the suspicions we all already have. You know, yeah. but having yeah. those spelled out, and this is what I've heard from people too who have seen it, they haven't really given it away, which is nice because right. I do actually, I usually don't watch things, but I do want to watch this. And I like, 
you know, you know, I think the fact that it does affirm our suspicions is what's disturbing about it. Because it's like, it's one thing to say there's this whole game going on, right? But it's another thing to actually know it. And I think that's kind of the nature of this documentary, from what I understand. So excited to check it out. I think we should all, you know, take that as a homework assignment and bring it back to the yeah. table next show. Sounds good. So next show, by the way, will be Sunday, the 27th at... 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, I believe. Anybody else have anything for the good of the order before I do all the closing stuff? No. B-Dog, good to have you back. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming back. Absolutely. And give a plug one more time to your business here so people can find out where they want to check it out. Yes. Uh, it's Inspired Tomorrow. You can follow us on Instagram. It's at the Inspired Tomorrow. And you can look us up on Facebook, Inspire Tomorrow. Um, yeah, uh, our cabaret is November 7th. We the people. It's going to be great. It's going to be super fun. So, yeah, mm-hmm. check us out. And we'll be sharing that out, too, on the Quinn Spin channels, especially yeah. on IG. Uh, Instagram presence is growing. And thank you all as well for the love for the Quinn Quake video. Um, Scotty, you know, of course, had a very great role in that uh as, as you all saw farting how's the, support, how's the support of the show coming what's that how's the support of the show support of the show yes yeah, oh yes we do have uh we do have a new supporter actually uh we told you on our last show we had a supporter uh donate uh terry o'brien and now we have this guy adam arnold if i'm reading that oh. name correctly i have no idea who that is do you i no. no how else would you read that if it's correctly how else would it Adam Arnold. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Adam. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Adam. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. You're, you're officially a good friend of the show. It took about seven years. But, you know. Uh, should send him a shirt. <laughs> we should. We should send him a shirt. Maybe one of these. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, that's all I got for you. Uh, so this has been Quarantimes Times, presented by the OG Quinn Spin family. There's two ends in Quinn, two ends in Spin. You can find us, of course, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, and more. You can also learn more about Underground Music Collective, which the Quinn Spin is under the umbrella of. I just ended a sentence with a proposition, preposition, whatever. And <laughs> go to undergroundmusiccollective.com. Find us on all the socials. I was an English major, but it was 10 years ago. Give me a freaking break. And, um... Yeah, grab some muffins on your way out. We'll see you next time. This episode goes live on Monday on all those streaming platforms. And uh, we love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Make Quinn Quake viral. Yeah, and make Quinn Quake viral. Hey, now.